The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. I was expecting some sort of Game of Thrones reference from behind the glass, Jerry, but that would be too predictable, right, Jerry? That's right. I you, don't like to be on the nose. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I dig you. I dig you, and I dig that about you. Mackling and McGarry for Shadow Davis on this Monday morning, 8.37, and I don't know about you, but I broke down and I turned on the furnace on Sunday morning. I guess it was Saturday morning. It was just a little too chilly in the house. Yep, the Game of Thrones reference has to do with the fact that whether we like it or not, winter is coming. And for some of us, we're already not just thinking about cranking up the heat, but actually doing it. It was chilly over the weekend. But before you turn your furnace on for another winter, we thought we would bring on an expert to offer up some tips on how to make sure your furnace is ready to go for the season. So we are joined by... Tara Smith, who is owner of Mr. Furnace, joining us live on 680 CJOB. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's a little chilly this morning. It is. Do you, do you have the furnace on in your house yet, Tara? Um, it's not on this morning, but I've already turned it on this year. Yes, I, I don't mess around. If I get cold, I want my heat. Somebody was telling us today about someone that keeps their house at 25 degrees. Lunacy. That's a bit warm. What's for me. the what's the <laughs> op- <laughs> You're very polite, Tara. What is the uh, optimal uh, room temperature? And then let's talk about uh, what you should be doing before you you know do everything you need to do to keep your house at quote unquote room temperature. Sure. Well, obviously, it's got mostly to do with what your comfort level is. But around 21 degrees is is the norm that most people find comfortable. If you're a couple degrees higher or lower, that's completely up to you. Um, the important part is to find your happy place and, and stay there. You know, not to mess with the system too much. Just just keep it set and, and let it do its job. Is there anything that we should do? Because it, honestly, like if you were to put me in a house, I, I, I can't remember. It's been a few years since I've been in a home. I live in an apartment where the heat is run by the building, so I don't have to do anything but uh, sit in my apartment and, and bake when they turn on the heat. But is there anything that we should do when we first fire up the furnace or, or before we fire it up? The best thing to do is to, to fire your furnace before you're in desperate need of it so that if there is a problem, you've got the time to deal with it. Um, get the unit started, make sure your filters are clean and ready to go, and an inspection and tune-up is the, the best procedure. Now, you don't need to do an inspection and tune-up by a licensed technician every single year. It's recommended, but some people are handy and they can and do some of it themselves, the cleaning part. But the important part is we're not just there to wipe the dust off your furnace. We're there to make sure it's operating to the optimum that it can, that the parts are all working properly, that you don't have any buildup on it, and really to make sure you're going to get through another winter without ever having to think about it. That's the joy of a furnace. If you're thinking about it, it's probably because it's not working that well. Yeah, you know, and being proactive on this stuff as someone who uh, who has revenue properties, being proactive is uh, the best thing you can do. And I think it was four Novembers ago, ours went, uh, we had something crack in the system. We actually had a CO2 leak and we had our CO2 alarm go off and or go on, depending on how you look at it. And it was uh, some of the coldest days in November. Space heater call went to friends and family. And that's not a lot of fun at all, is it, Tara? No, it isn't. And having to make those decisions on now do you need a new furnace or do you just want to pay the $1,000 repair, 
in the middle of winter under pressure isn't a great time either. You're making decisions. Now maybe you go with a repair because you need it right away when in fact that's not the best thing for you. So if you call and you get a maintenance check and you're told ahead of time there could be a potential for this problem or that, then you can plan a little bit. An expensive is an, uh, a furnace is an expensive investment. You're anywhere from thirty-five dollars to $6,500 to have a new one installed, depending on what you need and what you want. So it would be nice to do some planning for that. Tara Smith, owner of Mr. Furnace. I'm just remembering from my days as a homeowner, I, I seem to remember one season trying to get the furnace started for the first time, and it wouldn't go and I think it had to do with the, the pilot light had simply gone out. Is that uh, what, what happens there? Pilot lights, if your furnace is older, you definitely have a standing pilot light. But 90% of today's furnaces have an electronic ignition. So if your pilot lights out, that means the gas is, is still flowing into the house, but it's not burning off. So that's not a good situation. It can be dangerous. But like I said, most furnaces nowadays have an electronic ignition, so it lights internally and then shuts off when it's not needed. What so should I do? What should if let's say you have a, an older furnace? If you have a standard pilot and the pilot's not lit. Most furnaces there will be instructions right there how to push the pilot button in and light it. But if you're not comfortable, then turn that gas valve to off or call immediately either Manitoba Hydro or your ga- the company that you deal with, like us or another heating company. Yeah, you know, and I have to give a shout-out to Manitoba Hydro. They can be, uh, you know, berated on some circumstances, but they are outstanding at doing these emergency uh, service calls. They are good for taking care of if you have a, if you think you have a gas leak or a pilot that's not lit. They're excellent for that. What happens, though, is people depend on Manitoba Hydro to do service calls and repairs that they're just not equipped with the parts or the means to do so which wastes time for the homeowner. Having a company that you deal with regularly for heat is a good idea so you can reach out to those people. We offer 24-hour services. Most companies do in the city. It is Winnipeg and we get awful cold. <laughs> so having someone you can reach out to, whether it's 2 in the afternoon or 2 o'clock in the morning, and that has the history of your furnace is a good idea. But Tara, last one before we let you go. How often should I be changing that furnace filter summer, winter, fall, spring? That's the myth. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. The air is always going through your ductwork, and it's always going through your furnace. So it doesn't matter if it's spring, winter, summer, or fall. You should be replacing that filter. There's so many different options of filters out there. You have to look at the box that you buy. One month is the shortest term that a filter offers, and some go up to one year. But it depends on your lifestyle. I have five kids and two dogs. I change my filter very, very often with all the dog hair and the foot traffic. So it really, you have to pay attention, but most small one-inch filters are only one month, and they go up to usually six months or one year. Tara Smith, owner of Mr. Furnace, thank you so much for helping us get ready for winter. I know it's not even autumn yet, but uh, it's never too soon. We have our specials on now, so call for uh, the fall tune-up. It's on sale here. Give us a call, and uh, we're happy to help you out. How do we get in touch with you? You can reach us at 204-832-6243. Tara Smith, thank you so much. Owner of Mr. Furnace joining us live on the Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.